guys welcome to addicted to the pot this is christy and ron and we're on episode seven we're located at beach bums coffee and deli today on 15849 highway 180 west in gulf shores Alabama. Alabama, y'all. Mm-hmm. I got me some sweet tea today trying to wake me up i done had two cups of coffee and I need to be drinking this tea now. Mm-hmm. I, I just got straight espresso. Good uh, Lord, I need it. I feel like it never ends. Never. Okay, guys. So today on our episode, we're going to talk about the cow nose <laughs> stingrays that came into Gulf Shores. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the 24th. Um, there was a, a local drone pilot. I guess that's what we'll call him. Okay. And he was uh, flying his drone out uh, at the pier, uh, the state pier, uh, and captured a swarm of cow-nose stingrays and sharks um, that were surrounding the, the swarms of stingrays, and they were swimming around the pier. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's a migration event for them. And it was just the coolest thing. I saw that, that video. So cool. I saw that video and I was like, good Lord, it was so pretty. The water was so clear. Oh, wow. I'll and have to post it on um, our yeah, page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, people can see it because that's, you know, the water is so amazing. It's kind of like the Bahamas. Yeah. It is just so beautiful. It's that green tinted, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and the stingrays. I saw some sharks in there yeah. by the pier and the stingrays. And oh, my goodness. It's the kind of thing you hope you get to see when you walk out over yeah. the water. I mean, that, just to be able to see something that massive, all those stingrays. Well, it's and, cool that you see that in Alabama and you don't always, I mean, like when I went to the, I wanna think the Grand Cayman Islands, I mm-hmm. swam with the stingrays over there. Oh, that's cool. They're a little bit bigger and I don't know what kind they were called to me. They were just huge stingrays, but we had fun and they put a little bit of food out and they'll come up and they'll oh, so cool. swim all around you and stuff. Oh, but that's kind of really like when I seen that, mm-hmm. that's what made me think about it. But that water's just so gorgeous yeah. and beautiful. We have some of the beautiful, beautiful beaches here. Oh and, yeah. The white sand, just yeah. that sugar sand yeah. that we have. And those are so cool, just seeing those. I know, to get to see that kind of marine life. Well, you know, there's one that'll jump in the water. Is it considered a... It's a bat ray. I think they're called a bat ray. It skips along the top of the water when I'm on a cruise. I'll, my husband's always saying, oh, you see those? I think they're called the bat stingray. I'm looking right now. I was, and, um, I was sitting here thinking Batman. They're kind of, pew, they're, pew, well, pew. they're black, and they're called the Bat Ray. And you'll see them, they actually jump. So, and they'll they'll um, be jumping in the water when we're on our cruises. And he was like, oh, there's those Bat Rays. But um, these look a little bit different, the cow. The cow nose? Cow nose, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're really pretty because the other ones are black, and I can barely see them jumping yeah. on the water. Yeah. But the... That drone caught it. Yeah, just, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. Put a link up to it. Yeah, and that was back on the 24th on that video. Yeah, that's when he filmed it. That's when he filmed it. He's, yeah, I'll have to get that and post it on there and post a picture of the 
Bat Ray, Ray. on there. Yeah, that's yeah. so super cool. He was saying that he hoped to get uh, the swarm at some point. He's been hoping to for years, and he just lucked into it. He walked uh-huh. out there just to fly his drone and record, and just so happened they were coming through. Right wow, as he was doing it. So. that is so cool because it was a lot of them it too. Was. It was. That's a really cool thing. So we're lucky he caught that. Yeah, we get to enjoy it. And so one of the hot topics in our area also has been about the sperm whale in Mobile Bay. Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's yes. been talking about this. So well, it was first spotted on November the nineteenth. Uh huh. And um, then. You know, they just put it down on November the 25th. And when you say put it down, you mean euthanized. Euthanized yeah. it. And so, um, which was really sad. I know that was a hard decision, but the Dolphin Island Sea Lab was mm-hmm. part of some of that, making a decision on, because it just wouldn't, they tried mm-hmm. to lead it back out. Yep. And it just wouldn't go. Mm-hmm. So they didn't know if something was wrong with it. And I think they did tests and studied on mm-hmm. it and... Couldn't, just couldn't seen, get it to go. Yeah, yeah. just seen that something was going on with it. Well, I, I got an advisory on my phone uh, asking people to please stop trying to rescue it, that the Dolphin Island Sea Lab would take care of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think what happened was somebody spotted it and called it in, um, and then a report came out on it. And, I mean, we're talking a 35-foot whale here. Yes, 35-foot. And uh, boats were out there trying to help the whale get back out. And just amateur, you know, boaters. Yeah. Um, Well, they don't know. You know, I mean, no one really knows how to do it. But, I mean, you're out there trying. Sometimes sometimes it might go back out there. You just never know. But it would not. And they don't know the reason why that was going on. There's pictures uh, tons of pictures out there of it. It, it beached itself and um, was stuck. And mm. um, it was just a horrible, Yeah, sad. if you Google it or look it up about the it, um, Dolphin Island, the sea lab over there yeah. was helping with the 35-foot sperm whale in Mobile Bay. Yeah. That's what I Googled was the, 30, was the sperm whale in Mobile Bay. That's how yeah. I, you know, brought it up to see pictures and all yeah. that. But it was just really... Yeah, I seen it the whole time I was in Nashville, popping up, popping up, you know, talking about it all over Facebook, everybody talking about this well and mm. I mean that's kind of a sight to be in Mobile well, Bay yeah. I mean that's that's, that's not a, something we're no, used to is that's it? a deep water whale yeah that's so not, that was very crazy I mean I wonder if this goes back to some you know to something to do with the oil spill I don't know and it could have been sick from that Who and knows? we just don't know and the currents I feel like all that oil got washed out and mm-hmm. like because we're like a big washing machine out there in that water. Them currents going and going back and forth. and Yeah. So that's pretty cool. So the next thing, uh, the city is doing a survey right now uh, asking people what they think of the pilot program that ran over the last year through 2020 mm-hmm. of food trucks in Gulf Shores. So what what they did was they wanted to put a pilot program together. Gulf Shores has never allowed food trucks um, to provide, you know, uh, food and drink uh, along the beach road um, ever. And they were petitioned so much for it that they decided they'd give it a shot. So they granted seven businesses permission to run food trucks in Gulf Shores this year. But because Mm -hmm. of COVID and the hurricanes, 
we really haven't seen a whole lot of them. No. Um, and the pilot program really didn't get a chance to, to kick off. But I, I'm, you I would think they would have went and sat up at places like the Beach Club. Yeah that their towers are down mm-hmm. and it's going to be they're saying maybe august of 2021 before they're yeah. up but they could have went out there and set up a few food trucks yeah. and fed the workers Burs. and all that but you know somebody said that they're really not been out there i don't know if it would cause too much of a commotion for them or yeah. if they're having food brought in or yeah. well, or the, what for them exactly i know we get a few workers here yeah. at the deli every day but um i don't know the reasoning behind that because you would think that there was a way to have these trucks out there. Yeah. But well, and be using them to benefit the people, you know. Especially after the hurricanes, yeah. Yeah. Just even well, setting up on the side of the road or different places or well, so um, the thought the uh, poll is out there right now uh, asking people what they think whether or not food trucks should be allowed in Gulf Shores. And what it's going to do to traffic flow, what it's going to do if they're going to, if it's going to cause problems or hurt well, local business. I or, mean, you know, I think it's very controversial because I own three businesses. Yeah. So if they have a sandwich shop, mm-hmm. you know, food yeah. truck, and they're set up down the road, mm-hmm. you know, who's to say that people aren't going to stop and just pull in there and do it versus mm-hmm. coming in? And here I have to pay for store footage, I have to pay rent, I have Mm -hmm. to pay power, water, all these things where they're just, you know, running off of a generator on this cart they're pulling around or driving around or however it's getting around. Yeah. And they're not having to pay as much money. So my thought process is is really, uh, we all know where this is going to lead. I mean, ideally... Not ideally, but uh, where it would probably lead is these food trucks parked up and down uh, the beach road. Right. And people walk up off the beach, and the more popular beaches will have food trucks parked in front of them now. Well, and that's great. We're not near as close to the beach, I would say, but the people, like... The hangout or whoever's at the beach, mm-hmm. people, you know, going to food trucks instead of them, that's going to have to hurt their business. Yeah. And I, I'm just, I'm more thinking, you know, the, the right-of-way, the bike lanes, the uh, pulling off of 98 mm-hmm. and setting up shop and selling food and what's that going to do? And is it now you're not going to be able to see the beach as you drive down because it's just going to be food truck after food truck after food truck? Uh, yeah, I, that could be an, I can see that being an issue. I mean, snow cones would be great, but people like Scoops and Mike's um, homemade, mm-hmm. I think his name's, no, it's Matt's homemade Matt's. ice cream mm-hmm. and places down TCBY. there, TBCBY mm-hmm. and th- places like Rita's yeah. shaved ice down there. If they have places that are like that at the beach and people are just using it as convenience and not yeah. going to these places, they're going to lose business. Yeah. Lose I always think of the aspect of losing business because... Yeah. A lot of these people pay for rent and pay for power and yeah. pay and they're small businesses they're not a Walmart yeah. you know Walmart can afford to lose business because they're gonna make it in a different way mm-hmm. where we're not going to yeah. so yeah I, I agree I, it's a lot goes into it and a lot of you know yeah. of controversy I mean so. I feel like I feel like if you own a storefront business and you pay rent, that those are the people that should be able to have a food truck. 
Yeah. I should be able to have a deli food truck. Yeah. I should be able to, you know, um, sell my deli items in there, my desserts, my different things. If, if the seafood business, selling seafood out of there, doing shrimp pull boys, doing whatever it may be I want to do. If a person wants to do it, they have to go off of another person's thing. We're closed. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> um, if they want to go off of, sorry, y'all, a customer came up and we were already closed here, so <laughs> I, I just heard the door try to open. Um, but back to it, if, like, say, for instance, you wanted to do pizzas and you wanted to sell pizzas, but mm-hmm. you didn't own a pizza storefront like Marco's or Pizza Hut yeah. or pizza places that pay for these, then, but you wanted to do it, but you didn't. You know that place. You knew the person that owned it, and yep. they wanted you to do it for them. Mm-hmm. Then you could go off of their license. But I think it should only be the people that have and pay all this money because it takes right. away from our business. Businesses. Just like the hangout, well, the hangout could have a little cart that yeah. they did burgers and all that. Mm-hmm. Just like Blues Burgers, yeah. they have a food, food bank, truck. a mm-hmm. food truck. Um, the yard has a food truck, yeah. and they're an ice cream place. But if they didn't want to do it and someone else wanted to do it for them, then they could do it. Yeah, I think that's actually... But I think that's how the fairness comes in because, you know, I don't know of a sandwich one, but if there was a sandwich one or something, then, you know, yeah, that's where I think the fairness comes in and it allows everyone that right because I pay a lot of money to be in my storefront. I pay a lot of money for the doors to be open the power bill, the water bill, the internet, everything that plays in. And for someone just to be able to come and take your business, I feel like, you know, that's a lot for me to swallow. And it's not like they're doing it maliciously. I totally understand, but I feel like it should go off of there. Yeah. Well, also, I think it it could potentially take uh, tax revenue away from the city if they allow a food truck from outside the city, Mm -hmm. let's say one from another uh, from foley Foley or loxley you know the 30 minute hike from here to come in and bring their stuff in i tell you what we do at hooked up bait and tackle is um the license that we buy to sell product we can also buy a dealer's license from a truck so we can actually sell bait or different things from our truck but our tag number is on that truck for that license we buy. I can let you run it and mm-hmm. you can sit out there and sell shrimp on the side of the road uh-huh. from my license. Oh, that's awesome. Because I have that. Yeah. A person from Pensacola or Florida that's selling something would have to ask me if they could use mine and I can allow them to use it. Mm-hmm. And they would use it and I would only have, you have one per dealer license. And we already do that in Alabama. So mm-hmm. there's places from Florida that use other people in the area with their license, but that's how they do it and that's how I come up with that. I got you. So I know. So I feel the food trucks would benefit even Big Beach Brewery. Yeah. They're trying to get a food truck yeah. and the off of their business. Why have other people come in and do that and, you know, not already have an established business is my thoughts on it and someone else could do it but underneath their license it's just bought underneath their license i think that's fair and 
that's what I think about yeah. it. I would love to hear some feedback or somebody too. to go on there and, you know, our Facebook page or Instagram and let me know what you think. You know, email me at, um, I think I'm an addicted to the pod email. Oh, gosh, y'all. I don't even know that Go I to use Facebook the email. Page. I know the Facebook page. You can write me, but some people don't Facebook. The comment section under this podcast on the Facebook page. Okay. Comment there. To yeah. Tell us what you think. We do. I would love some feedback on that. That's one of the things I would like, you know, to know about because, you know, other people that have businesses, maybe somewhere you do it up in North Carolina, um, Virginia, Wherever. Um, mm-hmm. Missouri. What ways do you handle that kind of stuff? But also have, it's called addicted to the pot at yahoo.com. And that's A D D I C T E D T O T H E P O T at yahoo.com. <laughs> addicted to the pot. <laughs> I'll never say that again. So that's the only episode mm-hmm. that's going to be. There you on. go. But um, I definitely want to know a little bit about that. I, yeah. I love, and um, I guess people can, you know, go on there and, and say what the their survey. thoughts yeah. are, take the survey and, Just, and do their thoughts. If you're uh, local or uh, whatever, you, you if you have an opinion, you can go to the uh, Gulf Shores. Just Google Gulf Shores uh, food truck survey, um, and it takes you to a uh, survey that they've set up. And okay. you can voice your opinion. Well, that's cool. So on to our next event, which is the high school taking over, growing the trees for yeah. Gulf Shores. Now, I, love I know Ron this. knows about a little bit more about this. So so yeah, the, um, they the, had ha- they've had the agricultural part of uh-huh. the high school for many years. Yeah, they used to grow some different things to use. They were trying to, I think, start it out because I used to work mm-hmm. at the school. <laughs> they started it out where they were gonna try to grow some of the food to sell, you know, do in mm-hmm. the cafeteria. And so now I think now that the schools and they put in so much BP money and they did a lot of the stuff in the back and Uh added on that they're starting the. So it's, it's this new greenhouse, uh, a very large, we have pictures of it. We'll, we'll put up as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a, it's a large greenhouse uh, for the high school. It's a large greenhouse um, where they're growing saplings and uh, palm trees and, and um, uh-huh. uh, different trees the city And they're going to use them for the city, and the yeah. city can use them to replant their seasonal flowers. Yes, the flowers, the to trees. To beautify mm-hmm. the area. Yeah, so <laughs> as you drive down the, the main thoroughfare here in Gulf Shores and you see all the beautiful flowers and trees, palm trees that they've planted out there, and you wonder, you know, <laughs> how much tax money is really going to you know, buying these trees, um, it's the kids doing it. It's the high school kids, and they're and learning. And that's so cool to do that and for them to get to experience that in high school. Yeah. Our high school is so amazing in Gulf Shores. It's a, it's now a private It's owned. no longer part of the Baldwin County school system. Right, and it's private, but mm-hmm. they started, I think, even before it became private, they have a fishing team even they have golfing which a lot of places have golfing but the coolness they have a fishing one and i donated shirts to the fishing team from hooked up just so they would have the hooked up fishing team shirts for Uh the few kids i think they might have had 10 
And um, it's really cool, and they That's go awesome. different places and fish. I don't know if they've still been doing it, but I did that last year, I know. But yeah. I'm pretty sure they still do things. Yeah. No, I mean, that's one thing you can socially distance yourself pretty well at. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yes, definitely. We're trying to work on, and I want to get them involved so that they can make extra credit on we're going to be running a, we're going to call it the Trash Bash, and we're going to do a tournament in September next year. That's awesome. And it's going to be mainly based for kids and some adults, but, you know, just to get the stuff done, you know, and catch fish that you normally wouldn't catch. So it's going to be called the Trash Bash. And it can be any kind of fish, even the ones that people don't eat. You know, just kind of cool. Make it our own category, you know. So we're, I'm excited to do that. We'll talk more about that in a different time. Yeah. So, well, that's going to be great. I, I really, I can't mm-hmm. wait. I'd love to compete. Yes. <laughs> I think it'll be awesome. It's going to be really cool. And we're going to do it for about, you know, a couple of weeks. And, you know, and then have them turn in all their stuff and their pictures and weigh them there. And that's see what awesome. we can find out. Yeah. Well. So you you want to get move on oh, to the next yeah. thing, or you want me to? No, um, so just a t- quick note uh, for those of you who are aware, <laughs> Hurricane Sally did a number on this area uh, this year. We've talked about it in a, a several of our podcasts, um, and the effect of Sally. When we watch the news, we we get so I don't know jaded uh, by mm-hmm. these storms. Sometimes you get used to it and. You forget, you know, how much damage they really do and how long you're dealing with it. Um, one of the, the key points that just came out was Ivan, back in 2004, was a hurricane that hit very close to here. And they took out 2.6 million wow. cubic yards uh, during Ivan. And uh, this is just debris. Uh, you know, trees that fell, houses that got demolished, piers that were washed up on the beach, everything. And with Sally this year, uh, they've taken out 2.735 million cubic yards already. Uh, Ivan was 2.6 million altogether. They got that out in six months. Sally was 2.7 million and they got that out in the first 50 days after the storm. Wow. That the, is a lot of a debris. Lot. And to, to pass that up, which I think after 16 years of waiting for a storm, we had so much more debris. Yeah. Well, I mean. I mean, was, I cleaned my yard really good. Even stuff that probably had been there five years. Yeah. Well, they, uh, they're, they've been picking it up. I mean, you've, you've seen double uh, tractor trailer trucks, mm-hmm. dump trucks. Uh, driving up and down the road, collecting debris, just nonstop. But the fact that they were able to pick up that much in 50 days. That is crazy. Whereas it took us And six they're months. still not through because no. I can take pictures of my road. Mm-hmm. And there's still, there's still oh, so yeah. much stuff. And they've emptied it three times. Oh, I believe it. We actually, that was the worst storm on trees. It was terrible. It was because the rain stayed on there for six hours. Yeah. And just moistened up all that soil. And the trees were like twisting and pulling up Mm -hmm. and falling over. And it was crazy to see some of those trees. They equated the debris totals to a Cat 4, even though it was a Cat 2 when it made landfall. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, but 125 mile an hour wind gusts. And um, I know that Ivan was a Category 3 when it came in. 
It's crazy. It's very crazy. That is nuts. It is, and they're saying it's going to be over three million before they're uh, before they're finished taking the debris out. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. And you know, from that storm, they supposedly only lost like two people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, on to the next agenda is going to be about the city spending five million dollars to improve the sidewalk sidewalks and drainage. Yep. Uh, so between 1st and 2nd Street here in Gulf Shores along the water, um, they're going to be, over the next two years, 24 months, uh, building a improved drainage system and sidewalk to give it that old-time walking city tour kind of feel. Mm-hmm. Probably like the downtown Foley. Yeah, um, exactly. Same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're going to widen the sidewalks. They're going to make them nice and flat they're mm-hmm. going to put in drainage systems so that we don't have necessarily the same kind of flooding um mm-hmm. that we're used to experiencing you know i mean down here there's nowhere for the water to go so it, it just kind of piles right. up until it you know eventually drains into the ocean or evaporates i don't know and i know they're going to make new parking too yeah 100 new parking spots um, along first and second street down there and that's going to be cool i mean the new parking you know, parking's always a problem. Yes, always a problem. Always. So that's yeah. a good thing. And I think they're going to kind of make it feel like when you get out, you can walk around with your family and you can mm-hmm. go eat ice cream here and you can go eat here yeah. and you can go to the beach. And mm-hmm. it's kind of just in shopping all around in that little district area. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice. It gives people something yeah. to do. It'd be nice to, you know, be able to go to the wharf and walk around, not just the wharf, but. Or um, I said, the hangout, I mean. <laughs> I'm saying the wharf. I mean the hangout. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to be able to park down there and, and actually have a, a nice, you know, pretty, safe walking area. Right, right. Not that it isn't safe now, but it's just. Right, it's going to look better. It's going to have more lighting. It's going to just have that feel of, like, people going around right. and walking. Yeah, like a shopping district or a, you know, restaurant A mini bar. clean New Orleans. There you go. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take, take that, that any day. No <laughs> uh, so look, what else? Uh, anything going on around here that we want to talk about? Mm-mm. I don't think so. I think we're all good here. Yeah. Um, I know that we have introduced our peppermint mocha, frap, and drink, cold drink, and hot coffee, too. Um, well, we're moving into the December months. Oh, so. yeah. So you know that means gingerbread. Yes. Oh. We're going to start doing gingerbread cookies, gingerbread. Lattes lattes mm-hmm. or just gingerbread all around yeah so i'm excited to right. have a Pepper change mocha. up you know i'm all oranged out <laughs> <laughs> everything's been anything to do with orange pumpkin. pumpkin leaves everything so i'm ready to move on to the next phase which now be gingerbread yeah gingerbread. i gotta lose 10 pounds too oh, don't worry during I'll, the holidays i'll slip you a gingerbread latte every once in a while oh my goodness that sounds so <laughs> yummy little heavy cream in there. Ooh, yummy. All right, guys. We will talk to you on the next episode. Yep. And don't forget, support, support your, your local, local caffeine, caffeine dealer. dealer. That's Thanks. Right. Thanks, everybody. See ya.